Hey guys, what's crackalackin'? I know it's been a minute. Um, it's actually been like, what, six weeks, seven weeks since I filmed a podcast episode. But like I said, this is normally what happens. So basically, um, I've been doing a lot recently. Not that you guys asked, but I've been gone for a month. And there's a lot that has happened in the past month. I've only been home for two not even three full days out of that month so can i just say i'm very grateful to be home um and so yeah you know i had a few people reach out to me whenever i got back and they're like i'd love to hear about africa which was so sweet and um i would love to make a separate podcast episode about that but that's not what this one is going to be um this one's just going to be more of like a casual q a um I did put a little question box up on my story. I got a few questions. So I I thought they were really good too, like really genuine questions. And so I would love to just sit down and share that with you guys. Um, But yeah, I hope you guys are all doing incredible. Remember, my DMs are always open. I would love to chat with you. If you want to tell me about your summer, I'm always here to talk about it. So yeah. Um, But honestly, let's get right into it because these questions were really, really good. Um... So yeah, first question, how do you get to travel so much and what do you do when you do travel? Honestly, I'm going to answer this as simply as possible because it's really not too complicated. But um, so yeah, there's three different types of travel that I do. One is just vacation with my family. Two is like road tripping to different parts of the mainland um because you know i'm doing like stadium events or just ministry or honestly just fellowship with some of my really close friends that i just really want to see um and the third one is mish actual missions trips and that's like one of the things i just did so on family vacation my parents are obviously the ones that provide that um and then missions actual missions work like overseas i raise money for that um however for I think what you're asking is like whenever I go up and do stadium events or probably just going to see my friends such as like Mexico or Topsail or whatever I just budget um $200 like what I'll do is I will stick to you know let's just say I just go on a trip I'm like all right next trip I'm saving $200 for the next trip at minimum and then if I you know like the plans get more solidified and more solidified I keep adding more to that Um, and one thing I really like to do is like, you know, coffee, for instance, coffee, one cup of coffee is $7 nowadays. I hate to say it, but it's true. And, you know, normally per month, I would say I buy about 15 cups of coffee. Wish that wasn't true, but that very much is a statistic in my life. So if I, you know, start making coffee at home and like I calculate like 15 times seven, like how much is that? And that could even play, play, that could even pay for a plane ticket or that could pay for my gas to and from Dallas or, you know, even like whenever I went to the Sun, like Kansas City. So that's something that um, I've really had to think about recently. So the Lord has convicted me a lot about budgeting, but I'm working on it. And so, yeah, that's kind of something that I would say allows me to travel. Um, I also think just opportunity that the Lord has provided, such as, um, you know, like these stadium events that I go to, like those are opportunities that the Lord opens up for me or like a last minute a friend is like, hey, we're like doing this get together in this state at this time. And like it just ends up working out for me. 
um, that's another thing too. And so, yeah, the Lord just opens up a lot of opportunity and it's really sweet. So that is what, or how I travel so much. Yeah. But the second part of the question is what do you do when you travel? Again, there's three different types of travel that I do for vacation. Whenever I'm with my family, we normally just do, um, I mean, we really go anywhere because we are definitely like world travelers. Like my family very much has valued that since I was little. Um, We go on camping trips a lot. We go to state parks a lot. We, you know, go overseas a lot. My parents really try to expose me to other places and culture since I was young. So that's something that I do with them. Um, Or we go to our timeshare in the summer which is at, uh, or it's on Lido Key Island, so that's, like, one thing that we do, but, yeah, um, for missions trips, it really just depends, but, yeah, like, whenever I just went to Africa, that's, um, something that I did with Africa is really just, like, serving the community there, just bringing the radical gospel, um, or bringing the gospel in a radical way to the unbelievers in Africa, and so much more. So I will save that for another episode. But yeah, I also think that, sorry, I just got a call, a FaceTime call. So that was a little distracting. Um, But the last thing I do is like whenever I go to these stadium events specifically, I just do nonstop ministry, nonstop fellowship with a lot of the people that attend these as well. And maybe that's something I'll get into more um, in another episode as well. It's just kind of missions work, how I find these opportunities, how I afford it. Um, Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll definitely think about making a separate podcast episode about that. But I hope that answered your question. So... Next question, what do you want your future to look like, especially with missions, if that's on your heart? What do I want my future to look like? Um, okay, so obviously this is all in the Lord's hands. I really just want to say that before I say anything because my plan a year ago is not what I'm doing today and I'm very grateful for that. Um, but I do think that the closer I've gotten with this gotten with the Lord over this past year, he showed me a lot about my future, um, that he wants me to be super obedient in. And so I've also had a lot of prophecy over my future and I full heartedly believe it because like the Lord has given me visions and words about it as well. Um, but yeah, what I want to do, I'm going to keep some of that to myself just because that's, you know, really just between me and the Lord. Um, but yeah, like, What I want my future to look like is I do have a few places in mind that I really want to live, specifically on the water. I just really feel like the Lord has used me in that ministry, and I'm supposed to keep doing that. Um, And what I mean by that is, like, the coast, like, the ocean. Um, You know, you guys know I love to surf, I love to skate, and I want to continue doing that, um, but not as, like, my main head of ministry, Um, But I do want it to be a part of my ministry, if that makes sense. Um, I would love to have kids. I kind of want a lot. I kind of want like five or six. But honestly, that's all up to the Lord. Um, And I want to have like a van that we travel around in. And I kind of want to do with them what I did with my parents um, or what my parents did with me. And that's really just to take them and expose them to the world and show them new things and show them new places and just let them learn from that. Um, 
but yeah, I also just want a home, an established home in a community um, where my home is very much like a safe place for people. I've even had that prophesied over me. And I potentially even want to open up like ministry bases um, across the world. And that could be one, that could be a lot. I don't really know. But I know the Lord will be faithful in that. And I've heard it, not specifically what it's going to look like, but um, what he wants me to do specifically if that makes sense um but yeah with missions i would really just say like i want my home to be my mission field i want where i live to be where i do missions and i specifically really really want to do this with my future partner and just um totally go all out with our professions with um whatever the lord has called us to and really just use that to glorify the lord um and I want to be really involved with the church. Um, and I want that to be where my kids kind of are submerged in and that be kind of their community. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like I could really go on. There's a lot of things I hope for, but I think ultimately that's what I know that the Lord has really established in my heart um, as to what he has for me. So yeah, that's a really good question. That's a very broad question. And I think that's the most I'll give you guys without, you know, saying too much. But, um, yeah, the next question is, what is one thing you have learned this past year? I really like these questions. They leave the room for, or they leave a lot of room for answers. But, um, yeah, I would say that one thing I've really learned this past year is how to get better with communication. That's something I am not good at and I wish I was but it's like responding to texts and calls is a little bit hard for me I don't really know why I just get distracted so easily and I'm the kind of person and I really mean it when I say this whenever I'm like oh I want to respond whenever like I you know have the time to have a conversation because if I respond now and I can't have a conversation it would seem like I'm being rude so yeah that's kind of something that I um I'm working on though is like out of just honoring that person well like responding um when they text me because they're taking time out of their day as well so um (laughs) the next question cracks me up because we kind of just talked about it (laughs) this is so funny that you guys like genuinely want to know this about me um (laughs) the next question how many kids do you want um six yeah I want like not maybe not like 12 but I don't want like two either so I would say six and I want an even amount so that my kids aren't taking sides but anyway because <laughs> we have three kids in my family and so I think that I want to give my kids an equal amount and I also just feel like six is a really good number I know a lot of families with six kids and it just seems like an incredible balance so but whatever the Lord wills whatever the Lord wills but that's how many I want so I hope that answers your question um the next question not even really a question but it's super sweet says your friends seem so cool oh my gosh they are really cool um I'm very blessed but I haven't always had friends like this and I just want you guys to know that this is definitely a blessing from the Lord the friends that I do have now are just from literally getting on my face and praying for them um because for a very long time I did not have incredible friends and 
I didn't, even if I did, they did not treat me very well. And so um, that's okay. Like, that's totally okay. We were young. But the Lord is definitely being sweet and giving me incredible community. So next question. Are you excited for LU? What are you expecting? Yes, I'm so excited for Liberty. I'm going to be honest with you. And this isn't like feeding into any stereotype. This is just like where I'm at. Um, It was... I've been struggling with it for a little bit just because like my heart knows what's coming after which is probably that I'm going to move back to Hawaii or move to the coast and do like full-time ministry for a little bit before I step into my profession um but yeah like I (laughs) to be honest I know kind of what to expect because my sister was there both my parents went I have a lot of friends that go plus I go up like in the fall and visit and so really I I just kind of know what to expect but I think more so the way that I'm expecting the Lord to use me is very different than any normal college experience I think that God really wants to use me and my friends to like just bring the raw true gospel to college students who may not even receive that at a Christian college um and yeah just kind of be super bold with what the truth really is and how we really should be living for Christ um especially as college students because listen the time is now it talks about that in second corinthians like the time is now to just surrender our all because the lord honors when we use our youth um because the rest of our life is his so yeah i mean that's really what i'm excited for but (laughs) i'm excited for a lot i'm really excited for the college experience i'm excited for weekend trips with my friends i'm excited to um study what i'm studying even though i'm not like the biggest school person i like i feel ready um and so yeah i'm excited um yeah next question oh okay i didn't even read this one honestly i didn't read the first half i read the second half i didn't read the first half um and it says how do you set boundaries especially spiritual boundaries with men um dang I should I probably should have thought about this one before answering because I would have some scripture for it but honestly I will just give you like my raw and honest answer as if we were just having a conversation um okay I'm learning a lot about this because I the Lord has placed some really incredible men of God in my life mogs if you will um who hold me higher and are great friends for me um but there definitely does have to be boundaries because, you know, your relationship with the Lord is the most intimate part of your life, like the most intimate thing in your life. And, you know, somebody's saying like, how's your walk, especially whenever it's a guy and they're saying like, how's your walk? Tell me about this and tell me like what the Lord is specifically teaching you and all these things like I used to be like, oh, yeah, like, I want to share that. That's so awesome. And, like, I want to hear what he's teaching you, too, because, like, I genuinely care. But I also think that there is a boundary within that. Because when you share that, you are sharing the most intimate thing in your life with somebody else that is not, you're not in a relationship with. And that very much is a boundary. I think it's totally fine to be like, hey, how are you doing? Like, genuinely, how are you doing? Um... 
you know, the Lord has been doing this in my life recently. I just thought I'd share that with you. Like, there very much is a tone to it, and there very much is, like, an oversharing, and I've found that that's happened a lot, especially in the situations where it ends up being like, oh, the Lord told me you and I were supposed to be together, or the Lord said that, you know, he told me it wasn't an accident that we've met, like, kind of all those things. My girls out there, I'm sure you know, maybe you guys, the guys out there know that too, like, the spiritual manipulation that can come with that. Um, But again, if it's like a guy that the Lord has definitely placed in my life just for accountability and simply just being a brother in Christ, like, and we're super close and we both have set the boundary of this is not anything more than being friends. Like, I know, yeah, I can share those things with them. And there might be times where, you know, we sit down and they're like, hey, like, how are you actually doing? I would just love to know. We haven't caught up in a while, whatever. And I don't mind sharing that. But again, I think you guys understand what I'm saying. There is definitely a boundary to set with all of that. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that, I feel like there's more to that answer though. So you said, okay, how do you set boundaries, especially spiritual with men? Um, This is a very broad question because I don't know if like you're asking for advice in this or more so just asking me how I deal with this. And also like, what's the extent? Are you talking about boundaries on just how to stay friends or maybe boundaries on like if they're already kind of pulling a like, oh, the Lord told me this or like trying to kind of wiggle their way in with spiritual talk which is a very real thing. And honestly, we can touch on that really quick because I feel like this could be both. So I guess I'll share both perspectives. So if this is coming from me giving you advice and a guy is like not setting boundaries with you, he claims or is a believer, he claims to be or is a believer and is, you know, overstepping some boundaries, whether that be physical or honestly just like kind of, (laughs) I don't know, like, oversharing with you and hoping you'll do the same to kind of lure you in i would just say be careful pray about it like really pray about it use discernment if you have the holy spirit man you have discernment and you will know if it's like overstepping or not um because i do have certain friends that i know they're not overstepping they genuinely just want to know and encourage me and be there for me but also my girlfriend's like my wogs out there that are some of my closest friends, like there are going to be things that I share with them that even if I'm close to you and you are a man of God, I'm not going to share it with you because it's just not for me to share. Um, And it's not any burden for them to carry or something for them to carry. Um, That is for my women in Christ, my sisters in Christ. And so, yeah, Honestly, if you have something that's really on your heart and you really feel the need to share it and need to seek advice, go to a mentor or a sister in Christ that you greatly trust and admire. Um, But, you know, if you have a friendship with a guy, um, especially a man of God, like, it's okay to tell them what you're going through and it's okay to share those things. But also, I don't know, I think that there definitely is boundaries there and you shouldn't overshare. I don't think that you should give too much of yourself to them because that could also lead them on. Like that genuinely could just make them think like, oh, Um, now (laughs) there is a difference if you actually like somebody and like you want them to get to know you in that way. Yeah, go for it. Like share, share things about you that you're not sharing with every guy because it's different. Like you're, 
you're being more exclusive to that person because you like them um but yeah I don't think if if you just want to maintain a friendship and (laughs) you just want to see them as a brother in Christ then yeah I highly encourage you to not overstep those boundaries and overshare um because your heart may not be in the wrong place but that could hurt both of you without even realizing it because there is power in the spiritual and when you're sharing spiritual things you're that's powerful you're connecting in a powerful way in a spiritual way um but yeah for me personally if you're just so that's kind of like the advice i have just for you if we're having a conversation you're asking for advice but if you're asking how i specifically deal with it um sometimes i struggle with it like you know i'm 19 i'm i'm figuring out the boundaries and um too much and too little but yeah i think that right now i'm learning a few different things one is like how to be exclusive um with like you know like what to say for that significant other and like what i should be sharing with them in the future versus like not oversharing with my guy friends because i'm actually honoring them in that way um and i feel like i've been doing a really good job you know like that's i think that's something we could all work on no matter really what age we are we get better with age but i think that learning those boundaries and learning how to respect and love and honor um men is actually really good and it's really healthy right now and it's something we should be doing and the question was how do you set boundaries especially spiritual with men but honestly i feel like this goes both ways you need to think about when you're setting these boundaries you're setting them to protect them and you're also setting them to protect you not just you um and i feel like and i'm and i really mean it when i say this i feel like men get a lot of heat for being the ones to be like oh you know the lord told me this or oh like you know, spiritual manipulation, and I'm sure, you know, that might be a majority thing, but, like, girls do this, too. I've seen this with women. I've seen this even with some of my friends, and that, you know, they're learning. I mean, I've struggled with that before, Um, but the Lord teaches us in that, and so I think that these boundaries are not just for us. They are also to protect our brothers in Christ because we love them because God loves them, you know, Um, and so, yeah, Another piece of advice that I heard, and I actually think this is really good, um, and I heard this, when did I hear this? This was, I think, just a few weeks ago, but it's like when you are setting boundaries, you are keeping your future husband or wife in mind. Like when you're setting boundaries, you're not just setting them for yourself. You're actually protecting the heart of whoever the Lord has for you, like your significant other, your life partner, like you're protecting their heart because you weren't giving little pieces of your heart away to everybody. You were saving it for them by setting boundaries. Um, And so you're not only protecting your own heart, but you're protecting theirs. And so keep them in mind when you are setting boundaries. I'm not saying like obsess over it and be like, I cannot speak to a single person because because I, I know who the Lord has for me and all that. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying be discerning when you are sharing things and set those boundaries for you but also for your brothers in christ this isn't just about us so yeah i would say that that is my advice on that so next (laughs) i love how in these q a's we go from like super serious to just a great 
little simple question but the next question is your top favorite things right now this could be anything go okay favorite things just learned how to play the guitar so that's a new one tech decks play-doh is so fun guys like i i like it better than slime and i i I never even played with slime but i just really like play-doh like when i go to the store especially after work and i see 90 cent play-doh you best believe i'm gonna buy it especially if it's a rare color or has sparkles in it so i've been buying play-doh and giving it to my friends recently so there's that um i have been loving the book of lamentations recently it's so good i also have this mini speaker in my room and it's like a baby crosley it looks like a vintage like speaker from like the 70s and it's so cool and my bestie emma kate got it for me and i use it all the time so and every time people come in they don't know where my music is coming from because it kind of looks like a little prop but it's sitting on my shelf and i love it um flat bills i mean is that new not really i just bought a new hat from the store oh this is a funny story i just bought a new hat um by dark seas from this surf shop on this island near my timeshare um and (laughs) i bought it and i loved it like the minute i saw i was like i have to get it well it was 40 bucks not gonna lie to you very expensive a lot of hats are getting pretty expensive but the catch about this is that when i went online to look for it you cannot find it anywhere it is out of stock everywhere and people on etsy or um i'm sorry not etsy ebay are selling it for like 80 dollars plus and when i posted it on my story i had a few people reach out and they're like i will pay you like 70 bucks 80 bucks for this i was like heck no like i'm keeping this bad boy because i'm the kind of person that if something's rare i'd rather keep it than like sell it just because it's rare um because that just makes it even cooler so anyway that's been a new favorite of mine um texting my grandparents has been lovely i just love talking to them they're incredible their advice is incredible yeah um what else overalls i mean that's not new i've been wearing overalls for like six years now i was that kid that wore overalls like over the summer like a few years ago and people would make fun of me and guess what now everybody's wearing them so whatever it's fine I know other people were wearing overalls. I just thought it was funny because I used to get made fun of for it. Um, What else? My new cover skateboard, man. I love that thing. It has been so much fun. And everywhere I bring it, people like, they're like, oh, I want to learn how to skate. And it's been cool to like teach people how to skate on it. Um, What else? Adam Sandler. I don't know. I've had this weird obsession with Adam Sandler for a while now. Actually, last year, during my internship me and viv my friend vivian we made national adam sandler day i think it was april 13th or march something (laughs) that's terrible that i don't know but i just love adam sandler i don't know i just like how he's like an a-list celebrity yet he dresses the way he does and acts way he does (laughs) so yeah um I like my funky sunglasses. I always will. That's been a fun thing recently. Um, patches. I've been loving getting patches and sticking them on my Dickies backpack. So that's been fun. Um, anything else? I'm really trying to think. Um, 
if we're talking about new things, like my top favorite things, I feel like are pretty obvious because I post them a lot, but some new favorite things, um, oh my gosh, I've been loving this stuff called Shaka Tea. Um, I actually tried this back in 2019 on my trip to Hawaii. I tried it in Maui at the Jaws surf shop and it was so good. And so I just keep sticking the bottles on my, (laughs) on my shelf. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I love thrifting. I always have. And I've been loving chuggy stuff, like chuggy t-shirts, chuggy, I don't even know, just chuggy stuff. <laughs> the chuggier, the better. Um, like, you know those t-shirts that people get, like, they got them back in the early 2000s, and it's like, just went on vacay to Panama City, and it's, like, embroidered, like, tie-dye. It's so chuggy, but it's so funny yeah, stuff like that, been loving, um, and Jesus, I love Jesus, I don't know if you could tell, but I really love Jesus, so, anything else, I don't think there's anything else, but that's all I can think of right now, um, next, oh, oh, disposable cameras, disposable cameras, let me repeat myself, disposable cameras, been loving disposable cameras recently, um, okay, now I'm done, Next question. Oh, it's not even a question. It's just really nice. It says, you are so individual and such a breath of fresh air. How do you do it? (laughs) Guys, ugh. I'm working on receiving compliments. It's really nice. Thank you. Um, well, how do I do it? I mean, here's the deal. We're in a world where it's like, I feel like people don't know how to really think for themselves sometimes like how to think about like hey like what is it that I like what is it that I want to wear what is it that I want to do especially with my future and it's easy and it's safe and it's comfortable to play it the way that everybody else is playing it because it works right like you know fashion that everybody's wearing well everybody likes it so it works it's comfortable I'm not gonna get judged for it or Um, or maybe you do think it's cute. I'm not judging you if you do. I'm just speaking on the behalf of somebody who wants to be individual, um, and kind of do their own thing or like school, you know, you go to the school that a lot of the people you went to high school with goes to because it's comfortable. You'll know people. Um, you do a profession that you know will pay a lot because it's, you know, that's the formula. It works. Everybody's doing it. So yeah, I feel like that's kind of, why people are not as individual as they hope to be but I want to say this I have seen people and observed people who step out and just do the thing that they feel called to do especially Christians like me Christians are really creative because they're adhering to what God is giving them, not what the world is giving them, and I think that's what makes them so different. I'm not saying that we don't have, like, a basic style that we adhere to, or, or, you know, there's certain phrases that a lot of us use because that's just the thing, but what I'm trying to say here is that, yeah, I think that the more that you really consider, like, what you were created for and what really ignites you and what really draws your eye, um, the more that you do that, the more that you'll just become individual and people are going to see that. Not that you should be doing it for people to see it, but naturally people notice somebody when they stick out and they're bound to wonder 
what is it about that person that sets them apart that makes them different and hopefully the number one thing especially well if you're a believer is like oh you know what makes them different oh well it's jesus it's not you know all the things that i wear and the things that i do and the things that i say but it's actually just about the lord but i also think the lord has a lot of fun in the way that he creates us because he's like i'm gonna give her this and this interest and this talent and this gift and it's gonna be just for her like that's her thumbprint that's hers um same for him same for them you know it's like you you have to realize that like the lord has created you with very specific individual um wants and desires and just things that catch your eye or things that light that fire in you and here's the thing you're gonna find people who have very similar interests and very similar things but that still doesn't make you them or them you and that will always separate you is the fact that you aren't the same person and you weren't created for the same thing um and so for me I mean I feel like I've always kind of done my own thing like growing up I think there was like a little phase I had in middle school where I got really like envious of the girls who dressed and wore all the dressed up the same and wore all the same things and said all the same things and like you know we all want to fit in and so I I wanted that and I wanted to do that but then like we hit a point or I hit a point where I was like I don't want to do this anymore like this isn't fun um And so, yeah, I think that, I mean, yeah, that's definitely been me. Like, I've wanted to be individual, but really this is a very broad, um, I think this is a very broad thing. Like, this is for anybody. It doesn't matter who you are. Like, you have been created a certain way, and you should be really excited to step into that, you know? Um, And so, yeah, I would just encourage you to really think about, like, what specifically ignites you and what specifically it is that you love to do and you know in the future you are going to meet other people again who like the same things potentially even like your significant other i think that's how god really works is he like lines that up pretty similarly um and so yeah i mean i don't know i feel like that's it's a really sweet compliment and i know i kind of turned that into like an answer or like a question to an answer but yeah i i definitely think that being individual is so not hard especially when you're walking with the lord um and again there's nothing wrong with liking trends that are going on or things that everybody's doing but ultimately like you want to step into what it is that was individually made for you um because when you're doing that you are like people can tell that that's you because it ignites you it it suits you it fits you because it was made for you um So yeah, I don't know. I I hope that helps. And you know, that's something that I've had to learn over time for sure. Um, And the Lord is still teaching me that. But I think it's fun to be individual and to do your own thing and just do what you like to do. Um, So yeah. (laughs) That sounded so corny. Aside from like spiritual advice, I know it's like, just be, yeah. But like genuinely especially when you're walking with the lord i really want to tie that in like you you want to honor the lord in being who he created you to be so okay last question i'll do and we'll wrap this up um what are prophetic paintings i've seen you post them before help me to understand them a little bit better Ooh, okay let's get into this i feel like this is actually really good 
Dude, I mean, there's there's so much that goes into this. Um, this actually kind of goes into my testimony just over the past year of how the Lord has totally wrecked me with the gifts and prophecy and everything that comes with that because I know it's a lot, especially for people who don't understand it. I think that it's a lot and a lot of people can like misinterpret it or misunderstand it. But yeah, um, let's get into that. So the Lord has definitely like gifted me with prophecy over the past year and that is something that has been spoken over me and I do hear very clearly from the Lord. I think I kind of talked about that in a past episode um, on like kind of how I hear the voice of the Lord, which I can always get into that another time um, because I actually think that is something I really want to touch on because I remember even me a year ago was so confused by that. I was like, what does that even mean? Like, how do I know if, if it's from me or if it's from the Lord? Um, but yeah, so these prophetic paintings, listen, first of all, I'm not an artist. Actually, my mom and my sister are the artists of the family. They both are so gifted in that area. Like they're so good. And my mom has like an easel in her room and my sister just painted while growing up she's very creative like super into photography music video games or stuff like that like that was more her thing um and for me that just like wasn't something that I really did it's something I liked but not something I did but then like um back in I think it was October I was really having a hard day like I specifically remember this day I was having a really hard day And I was just kind of battling with the Lord and uh, just contending, kind of bringing forth my case. And I was like, God, I'm so confused. Like, I don't understand why I'm going through this right now. Um, And so then I went in my mom's room to find her and she wasn't in there. But I saw the easel and the paintings and um, I was just like, it, it was highlighted to me. And I was like, I should do that. And the way I knew that was from the Lord is because that wasn't like me to just like pick up her easel and start painting but I did so I got a piece of paper I got her watercolors and I started painting and like the paintings that I did from that day are still up on my wall and like the Lord just brought like thoughts out of my mind and like put them on paper but then he like added stuff and it was like it completed the picture and okay I need to better explain that so whenever I say like the Lord added stuff. You guys are like, did he literally just pick up like the paintbrush and start painting? No. Um, he was giving me things and images and like visions and even words that I would not have come up with on my own because I couldn't have. I didn't associate with those visions or words. I didn't think about them beforehand. It just wasn't, it so wasn't like from me. And, but they like popped up in my mind and they were so clear but I prayed for that I was like Lord like I want to start receiving visions I'm going to start receiving words and he was very quick to do that he may not do that for you right away because there's some faith that he needs to build but um for so long my faith was being built and finally like he just released that onto me and so um yeah that's kind of what came to mind he even gave me like creative little visions like he was like paint an earth and then around it paint like leaves growing outside of it and then paint like flowers streaming out of like the bottom right part of the globe and then on the left like you know put this little um 
like design like this rainbow or whatever it was and as i looked at the picture it represented something from scripture um like i would look at it and i'm like this is talking about creation and being a new creation because like beforehand we are just like the globe itself which is kind of boring but then like afterwards we have that color and life flowing from us and that is from the lord also here's something else Another type of prophetic painting that you can do is literally open scripture, read a verse or a passage and paint according to it because script prophecy is literally just speaking truth that the Lord, it's like the Lord's words and scripture is all of the Lord's words that is spoken from him, whether that's through other people or through him directly. Um, but when you are painting according to scripture, you are prophesying because that is literally just prophesying and speaking out the truth so you could do that um i do paint a lot of hebrew as well i paint hebrew words that associate with it because um you know obviously hebrew is greatly associated with scripture and um i've learned the significance of hebrew and like the power and some of the phrases and words that they use and so i'll associate a lot of that with my painting sometimes and then sometimes i don't um and let's just say one morning this is the last example i'll use but one morning i wake up and um i like get a vision and when i get visions guys this is literally what it means the lord puts an image in my head that was not from me and i couldn't make it up like i just couldn't have um so let's just say i'll wake up and i see a lion but instead of having a mane it's like fire um that's surrounding his face and then his tongue is purple um i know that sounds crazy but like the purple represents loyalty and you know whenever it's on his tongue his tongue is a mouthpiece and so when he speaks everything he speaks comes from a root of royalty because he is our king and the lion is god and then the the mane is flames and that represents his authority um and yeah i mean we could go on but there's definitely a few things that i could talk more about but really that's like what uh, prophetic paintings are and I, i've had a lot of people ask me about this they're like what is a prophetic painting like i'm kind of confused and i totally understand that it's a very new concept for some people but that's what it is so yeah um i think that's the last question i'm going to touch on today but even just going through this q a i feel like there's a few things that i really do want to touch on um first would be africa and then prophecy and the gifts i would love to talk about that and back it up with scripture um and then potentially just talk about, you know, other questions that you guys might have. Um, and I even love the boundaries question and kind of talking about um, setting boundaries spiritually, not just with men, but with friends and family and with yourself um, and with the enemy. My goodness. I mean, really cut that one off. But yeah, just kind of boundaries with the spiritual side of things because the spiritual is powerful and a lot of us tend to abuse it by not recognizing its power so that is all for today ladies and gents i really love you guys thank you for listening to the whole thing if you're still listening if not that's okay uh you wouldn't know that i'm saying this because you're not listening so yeah you guys are incredible um i know i normally at the end of these say like i'm always here but if you need like prayer specifically i want you to know that like i i really do pray over you guys um, especially if you reach out, I will pray for you by name. And if there's something that you really need, um, 
or if you just need to process like I will do my best to respond and I know I say I'm working on communication but hey it's true and that's I think that's one way to exercise working on communication is just having those conversations with you guys um but I love you guys you are so deeply loved seen and known by our heavenly father amen hallelujah um yeah and I really love filming this episode so until next time